0: Them on their backs put them in the mouth knock
1: their ass in the dirt that's what we got to do we got to stop that bloody ball smash everybody in the mouth hey baby we're gonna be here all day baby i like this kind of party i like this kind of party baby this is hour three of big dog sports talk with rick watson on the wrad talk network We're the underdog. We're mutts! My number one play is the power sweep. If you only knew the power of the dark side. Ah! Ludicrous speed! Go! for the Big Dog Sports Talk Power Hour.
0: It is six minutes past the hour. Thanks again to Kim Brown and Ron Crook for joining us. Coming up, David Teal. David Teal will join us, and we'll be uh, talking to him about his Final Four experience. But right now, time now for the Roth Report here on BDST.
1: From the talk of the New River Valley WRAD, it's time for the Roth Report. Now along with Virginia Sports Hall of Famer and voice of Virginia Tech football, Bill Roth, here's Rick Watson. Good morning, William. How are you, my friend?
0: Good morning, Rick. It's great to be with you this morning. How you doing, buddy? Doing well, man. Just had a great conversation with uh, Ron Crook. That was really nice to get meet him. I listened. Yeah. yeah, I was listening. You know, we visited last
2: week as well and really fits into not only this staff at Virginia Tech in terms of what Coach Price is trying to put together, but he seems like an old-time yes. football coach, right? You know, yes. The, yes. The, the tough physical offensive line mentality, the guys working so hard together in the room he's so into building culture in that offensive line meeting room and boy he's got a bunch of players he's got 19 <laughs> guys in that room right now that's a lot of that people is a lot here as we get the spring game is a week from saturday buddy it's here it man is, uh, it is it is official you know for the team it is a, the culmination of spring workouts for the fans it is tailgate practice it is our april tailgate practice
0: that's right program, so <laughs> absolutely it is it's we huge. need to make
2: sure that we're ready to go for the fall season but <laughs> I, I, the spring game can be so fun socially and culturally. and well Every 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 game at Virginia Tech is special, even the spring
0: game. Yeah, it is. It's a great time, and usually there's other events going on around it, so I know people are looking forward to that. Now, a week and a half away, as you mentioned. Um, well, let's get into this women's basketball program, Bill. Final four run, my goodness. We talked about how they were worthy of that kind of consideration, and they delivered. Do you recall our conversations back in November? Yes, I do. I
1: think
2: about it a lot. Well, with Liz Kitley and Georgia Amor and Kayla King announcing this past week that they are returning mm-hmm. for next year for Coach Brooks. Right. And four top 100 recruits, uh, they will be the preseason pick in the ACC next year. No question. You know, they, they, they're they going to hang an ACC tournament banner, ACC championship banner in Castle, which is really cool to have both the men's and the women, the, the women in 23 and the men in 22 getting that championship for Castle, mm-hmm. uh, but I think they'll be the preseason pick next year in the league. Now they'll be the hunted, and you know, instead of the hunter, all that type of mental thing that goes into it. But they're really talented. Amor was one of the most electric players during the women's tournament. You know, it's sad. There's this empty void now. There's no in, uh, in college basketball, no yeah. NCAA basketball, right, right. Now after such great men's and women's tournaments. But I was really proud of the way they played and the way they conducted themselves uh, during the entire run through March Madness. And I thought they really reflected the tenor and the culture of tech, right? The, every time you heard one of those players talk, they, they talked about the school and, and their love of Blacksburg and their love of Virginia Tech. It was, it was really an interesting, a proud moment for the Hokie Nation, which has been looking to embrace a winner, a championship contender for so long now.
0: Well, and and I believe uh, this looks like it's going to be sustainable for a while as long as Kenny Brooks here, right? Looks like it. You
2: know, I was thinking about that. So clearly the the women's the women's team that have made the final four on the championship it's a it's an elect select group, mm-hmm. right? I sure, mean, it's, it's been the same people, and, when, and the Hokies on the women's side this clearly a newcomer. Uh, but I agree, you know, I mean George Mason made the final four on the men's side. Coach Larinaga left, and They've had some good players. They've had some nice teams. They've had a good coach. There several good coaches at Mason. But they they weren't able to sustain that. Right. And, and and same with VCU. Like, VCU went to the Final Four. They've had a great program. Um, but if you can keep your coach, you can sustain it. And, you know, both Mason and VCU have, been a, have had good programs, but they, they didn't get back to any Final Four. But if you keep your coach and you keep your program and you keep your staff, which takes some money, of course, you can sustain, and I think that's what the Hokies have now with with Coach Brooks and his staff.
0: Well, I want to get back to spring ball. Uh, what is the update? How's um, the offense holding up against the defense? How are those battles going right now?
2: Well, the offense was doing really well till this past couple days. Um, <laughs> I think the defense really got after him a little bit yesterday, and I think things got a little bit testy at practice. Uh, and I don't know that that's a bad thing, right? I think the uh, the defense was kind of tired of it. And I like the competition and and the competitiveness. And I think it's uh, Coach Pry addressed it to the media afterwards that, you know, play between the whistle and don't mouth and we don't need penalties and that type of thing. Uh, So it was really physical, intense practice. And, you know, they're not happy. The kids aren't happy with the way last year went. And they're working hard to ensure it doesn't repeat itself in uh, the fall of 2023.
0: How has that looked so far, Bill, with the, the procedure penalties and things like that? Has that improved? You know, yesterday I think
2: the 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 issues evidently were. I think mean, they were more uh, personal foul <laughs> issues than procedure. You know, that was an issue with last year's team. I mean, they they were they were the the penalties were were egregious and and such ill timed and two of the top three penalty. Uh, games in the history of the program were last year, so that's something that they've got to fix because you can't always be first and fifteen and and or first and twenty and and try to get those first downs. and And we saw in the West Virginia game, we right, right, what what WVU had four drive continued possessions because of penalties and on penalty, third or fourth right, downs, right? And, and 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 that's the difference in a close game. And when it happens once a game. It's tough, but when it happens three or four times in a game, you know there aren't that many possessions in a game, and and you hold on a on a, a third and seventeen passing play, you know, and, and the play's over because uh, you got a good pass rush, but the the other team gets a first down. And when it happens multiple times, it can be demoralizing, right? The mm-hmm. players and the coaches, and the fans, of course, as well. So I think that's something that at the end of the year, I think they got better at that. You know, they. If you look at the last couple of games, even the last four or five games, the, the number of penalties dropped, so I'm encouraged by that.
0: Is there a player that has stood out to you that maybe fans aren't thinking about right now when they hear names around spring ball?
2: I think there's a, there's a few. I think that a name to watch, it's kind of Chris Marv's project, I think, the defensive coordinator, and that would be Jaden Keller perhaps at the, at the Mike linebacker spot and mm-hmm. see where he fits into the scheme. And again, there's, there's a lot of, I don't want to say toying right now, but if you're going to take a look at somebody at a spot and see how he does, uh, I, I think the Mike linebacker spot is a very, uh, it's almost like a coach on the field spot. It's a vocal spot. You got to make sure that before the snap, people are lined up right and you've got to be vocal. You, you you can't just play your position you have to kind of know everyone else's responsibility mm-hmm. and i'll be curious to see where jaden keller fits into that uh, into that role uh, for virginia tech i'm curious to see where the quarterback situation ends up uh, the you know where we are right now grant looks like and he is right the more experienced player right, so right. Uh, but you know it's april and and what counts no one ever talked about what a great spring Alabama had. They talk about their wins, right? Yeah. And I don't know, the, not to discount the importance of spring practice, but uh, I'll be curious to see where this team, what this team looks like, what the roster looks like uh, in September.
0: Well, uh, switching gears here, we're about a weekend now to the start of the major league baseball season. They're still one of the undefeated teams that has a major. I'm so glad you brought this Connection, up. connection.
2: <laughs> Tampa Bay Rays president, team president, and Virginia Tech alum and analytics stat analytics guru Eric Neander mm-hmm. can we just give the rays some love that they're 5 and 0 yeah 5 and 0 they play the nats today at 1 this is a team and i love i love the way they play don't think just because they're pay, their payroll's 27th out of 30 major league teams mm-hmm. okay so if you look at payroll you see the the mets at the top and the yankees are second you can go through the usual suspects but go all the way down all the way down and you'll see the 27th slot is Tampa Bay out of 30 teams. Right. Yet, they've made the playoffs four years in a row. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, what, the the Mets and Yankees are paying over $200 million for their players, right, in their payroll? And the Rays are down there at $56 million. And how, how do they do it? Will they do it with chemistry. You know, it's funny. They're like, I was listening to Coach Dutcher of San Diego State saying, you don't need millions of dollars in NIL money. You just need good players that buy into playing and buy into your system, and believe in themselves. I think it probably helps to have a high payroll.
0: <laughs> it does, yeah. It uh, helps, it but helps. <laughs> right.
2: But but I but I think with what the Rays are doing, and I know we don't talk a lot about Tampa Bay baseball on this show. Um, but Eric's been a big supporter of uh, our sports media analytics program at mm-hmm. Virginia Tech. He's got a he's got a hokey flag flying in front of his house. He's got a Virginia Tech diploma on the wall in his office, and so. We're going to give a tip of the Rays cap, even though they're playing the. This is in quotes, beloved Nationals, beloved Nationals, <laughs> whose, whose payroll is way higher than the Rays, <laughs> uh, and they're going to try to sweep them today uh, at the uh, Nats Park at one o'clock.
0: Well, they they draft well, they develop, and they trade very well. So that's a that's a good organization. Isn't it funny how really really smart people can win? I know, I know. It's, yeah right <laughs> that's exactly right you don't need to spend money all the time you can actually be smart I, it does help though <laughs> it, helps. it helps it helps certainly it does certainly it does but you, you you don't swim in the free agent pool correct
2: you swim in the let's develop kids absolutely. And develop absolutely a farm system and develop um a way that we want to win and let's how how we design our ballpark so we have a great home field right the you outthink people instead of outspend them. Mm-hmm. But the key is to be able to do both, right? If, yeah, if you want to right. consistently you know, win World Series in, in today's age, it, it'd be hard. I mean, what they've done to go to the playoffs four years in a row with that payroll, that's pretty amazing. It really. is.
0: It is. It is. And it's going to continue this year. Yeah, I think so. It is Bill Roth and the Roth Report. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll get the SMA update. The Baker Team Game of the Week, and then Williams NRB, Heart Clinic Top 3. All that's coming up with Bill Roth, the voice of Virginia Tech Football and the Roth Report here on BDST. Stay with us, don't go away. Safe! (laughs) So what do you think of the new big screen TV? Pretty good fit in this room, huh? Man, I'm so glad we called Louise to help us find our new home. That apartment was just too small with the new baby. Louise listened to what we wanted, we discussed what we needed, and she found us this great house. We're so happy here.
2: This is Louise Baker, the Louise Baker team with Long and Foster Realtors. When you are ready to purchase, check us out at nrvhomes.com. Louise, Marshall, and Rhonda will work hard to find your right space. First in Maine is a beautiful shopping center located right here in Blacksburg and has the perfect mix of shops, restaurants, and entertainment. Grab some new shoes and accessories at Runabout Sports and Walkabout Outfitter to make your hikes around the NRV even better. Looking to grab a bite to eat? Well, First in Maine has great restaurants like Zoe's Kitchen, Bull and Bones, Avellino's, and El Rodeo. Looking for some family entertainment? Then check out b theaters for movies, the arcade, and bowling. Visit First in Maine today. The official entertainment the
1: destination of Virginia Tech Athletics. From the classroom, to the studio, to the stadium, it's time to catch up on the latest from Virginia Tech sports media and analytics program. Today's SMA update is brought to you by First in Maine, Blacksburg's premier destination to eat, drink, shop, and play.
0: And we're rolling along with the Roth Report with the voice of Virginia Tech football, Bill Roth. And Bill, what's happening with the SMA this week?
2: This is one of my favorite weeks in class. For the entire semester we do music and sports media this week. Oh, that's fun. And so we talk about for example, I'll give you a couple things that we're talking about. Are you familiar with Bob Christensen? I am. Bob Christensen. I so am. fans if you don't know. This is Bob has written so many musical scores. Right. For right. non-sports and sports including this song, All right? Okay. You heard this, right? All
0: right. Yes love it and everybody or knows exactly college college yep. right team. right everybody knows what it is right but he's also
2: written so much more he wrote the uh, nhl on espn theme that wasn't used for what 17 years espn did not have hockey and they brought it back last year and they made a big deal out bringing bob back and re-recorded his his uh, orchestral version of his nhl theme and <laughs> They had Justin Bieber voiceover, the return of Bob Christensen (laughs) to the NHL. It was really cool. cool. But we talk more about that. So, for example, we talk about back in in the 80s when ABC decided to use Hank Williams Jr.'s Rally Friends for the Open to Monday Night Football. Absolutely. And we talk about, you know, initially that was a three-minute version of the song, essentially the entire song to open Monday Night Football. And so we watched that in class, and you would never use a three-minute music open to a game now. People... People would not sit through a three-minute right, open, right? But back when it started, they did. We talk about, you know, that Hank got taken off of Monday Night Football for a while. You'll you'll recall, right? Mm-hmm. For his political statements, and then ESPN brought him back. We talk about uh, John Tesh, Round Ball Rock, how NBC used it, and different things like that, and the history of music and sports and how it goes together. Um, uh, the brilliant, we uh, one of the most fun uh sequences of the week is I show them do you recall uh during the Notre Dame Michigan game a few years ago, Brent Musburger and Kirk Kerb Street are in the booth. This is a big game, right? right? Mm-hmm. This is Notre Dame, Michigan. Right. Yeah. And they spent like two full possessions interviewing Eminem. <laughs> Just talking about the music. I like it. And Brent had no <laughs> idea who he was. No, he um, did not. <laughs> We're joined by Marshall Mathers. <laughs> A new album, and Herbie knew who he was. You know, Herb Street has kids, and he's huh. more in that generation. And just the reaction, and and uh it was it was one of the more hysterical interviews. So that, that's what we're doing this week, and I and I enjoy it. That was I a mean good. we we talk an awful lot about sports and broadcasting and journalism and ethics and and things like that. But the music's the music is corner, it's, it's an easy it's an easy win for the instructor. Yes. <laughs> so yes.
0: Well, what, did, what made NFL films so special all these years, right, with the Sables? Was that music school. The, the music. John Facenda's voice, clearly, but that music that they, oh, I mean, it, it's such a key part. Monday Night Football, all going way back. Yeah, you're right. It's, a, it's so cool. That is a cool topic. That would be a lot of fun to sit through. No question What's about that. What's your
2: favorite? Do you have a favorite theme or anthem? I love it. You know, we, you know, we watched the original Big and Rich ESPN Game Day. From 18, 18 years ago now, right? Eighteen years ago, woo! Coming to your city, oh yeah! And we showed yeah. the big and richer, yeah. and then they added uh, Jason Derulo, and then they added Lizzie Hale, right? And then you know they've they've updated that. It's not the same version
0: you see today as you saw way back. I like the old okay, Monday night start. football. That's okay. It's okay. He's popping champagne. Hey, celebration. Uh, I like the old Monday night football theme. I, I, I was watching some of that on YouTube the other day. It was so well done. The, the original early years with um, the way they cut to the, the graphics and that music, the way they used it. I love that. I think that's still my favorite one. Love it. Absolutely, with uh, Frank Gifford. Yeah, with uh, Howard Cosell would come in. It was just so good. It was just so good. Going back and watching some of those, forgotten. I'd forgotten about them until you hear it again. You're like, "Yep, yeah, that was it. That was it."
2: So, so there's a there's a part of our brains that remember music in a different spot mm-hmm. than, uh, than words or what we've written or our experiences. And my dad, who my late father, it's been over a decade now, but he succumbed to Alzheimer's. But mm-hmm. in the last Six, eight months it was hard to communicate with him, right, and he didn't remember things and and he and he didn't talk much, but if a song came on, he knew his eyes perked up and he he could remember the words and he'd sing along that's awesome, yeah, that so there is was, so it, cool. it, it didn't affect the music area that's Come so on. cool, yeah, that's awesome,
0: all right, your Baker team game of the week now you're going in a different direction here. I like this today today. Uh, 3 Eastern,
2: ESPN. People are going, what in the world is Roth talking about? <laughs> so I, I did some research very late last night. Barcelona plays Real Madrid today at Barcelona. Okay, okay. That stadium, incredible stadium. It's been remodeled. It's amazing. Uh, it's, they're claiming it's the nicest stadium in the world. Uh, it looks pretty cool. I've not been, but it would be a cool. Th- but today would be the whole, it seats ninety nine thousand people. Right? It 000. used to seat hundred and twenty thousand. Um, but Barcelona plays Real Madrid today in Barcelona. The worst seat in the house is going for two hundred and forty euro today. Uh, that's available. The lower bowl seats are all over four hundred euro, which is about four hundred and thirty eight dollars. Mm-hmm. This is just this is this isn't like a tournament. This is just their regular season. The 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 club seats. Two thousand euro. Wow. <laughs> so they take they take their football very seriously in España. And Real Madrid plays
0: Barcelona today, three o'clock Eastern. And they only reduced it because of laws, right? Something about too many people. Too many people, because it would sell out every time, I and mean, it's going to sell out today, regardless. This of the, is the game.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Any any anytime these two clubs play, it's really fun. Well, actually, whenever any of these clubs play anybody, it must be just an amazing atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. But um, you know, Barcelona considers itself the greatest team in the world, and they've they've done. You can look on YouTube if you look at Barcelona's new stadium, and you know, they they built a 15,000 seat basketball arena for their basketball team as well, which is in the same complex. They've got a training center. It's a massive uh, athletics complex there in downtown. Well, and you? you now know. I'm ready to go to Spain. Yeah, Again. I know. It's kind of like <laughs> <yeah. Let's
0: go>. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Now you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we segue out of the uh, Barcelona Real Madrid game into Bills, New River Valley Heart Clinic top three. Three, two,
1: one. Are you ready for today's countdown? It's time for Bill's Top 3, presented by New River Valley Heart Clinic in Radford.
0: All right. I love this segment. You know I do. Which way are you going today with the top three?
2: Weird take today. We're going weird. And I need you to help me through this. (laughs) I need you to help me. (laughs) I need you to help me with this. Following their NCAA championship in the men's basketball tournament on Monday, UConn fans celebrated by pulling down signs, knocking down light poles, smashing windows, and damaging campus. They arrested 15 people. 16 people ended up in the hospital. Why does that happen?
0: I don't know. I don't know why. When you're celebrating something, it immediately—it's—it's it's a great question, and I've always thought about. It. I've seen a lot of documentaries about it. I don't know why it, it leads to destruction.
2: It makes no like if the Hokies won the national championship, the reaction would be let's burn down Castle. Yeah, like you wouldn't do that. I just right. don't understand. Right. So, so, so we're going dark today with our top three. Like okay, this is not. This has happened before. The top three American riots following wins. When the Lakers beat the Heat for their, what, 17th national title, 76 people were arrested in Right, LA. right. Right? Yeah. Uh, remember, in 90, yeah. number two, when the Bulls won the NBA title in 92, right? There was riots in the city. Yeah, right. They, they burned taxis. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't,
2: 95 police officers were injured. They arrested 1,000 people. But our our number one sports ride goes to Detroit. Yeah, well that fits. In 1990, <laughs> yep the the Pistons beat the Blazers. The bad boys, yeah, right. The, there was a right. Eight people died in the streets of wow. downtown Detroit. Wow, I just don't understand it. So take don't take either. me back to Monday night. Why does that happen? We've often talked about we need an attorney on our show. Now we need we need a
0: psychologist. We do, we do. I don't know. I know you're you're feeling fired up. Maybe you've had too many beverages, but I don't know why in your own town you're celebrating by destroying and then hurting others. And I, the thing is
2: about UConn, Rick, this is their fifth men's
0: basketball title. Right. Yeah. It's not new so to it's them. So it's not like it's <laughs> yeah.
2: And, and, and they've won four, uh, nine on the women's side. This is their 14th basketball national championship in the last 25 years. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand.
0: It. I don't either. It's a great question. It would be great to talk to a psychologist about that. It would be to get their opinion. Are Absolutely. they that unhappy in Connecticut? I don't I don't know. Maybe maybe they maybe they are. Maybe they are. But you could say that about any city. Like you said LA for instance. Yeah. Philly. Oh. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I don't know.
2: It doesn't happen in Boston, right? They win, they have parades. They have a parade, right? When the Patriots won, when the Celtics won, when the Red Sox won. Just calm parades, yeah. Oh, let's go burn down Fenway. No, <laughs> like, yeah. What? Yeah. 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 I don't get it. I don't either. I don't get it. I don't but either. by the way, Connecticut, you talk about a team that played great in the tournament. And, and you know the riots in, in, on their campus probably take away from the big story Monday night was just how dominant that team was. They
0: were was. unbelievable. They were unbelievable. So good. So good. As you are, my friend. That was good stuff. That was fun. Good to talk to you again this week.
2: Spring Bowl, I want everyone, if you're not in the Newburgh Valley, a plan for the spring game next week. Let's go. Let's get get some solid, good-looking football on the field at Lane State. Absolutely. Three o'clock, not this Saturday, a week from Saturday. We'll talk more about the spring game next week. Players to watch, stories to follow. Um, get your tailgate. Be thinking about your tailgate menu. That is your responsibility now. Okay, <laughs> okay all right. Okay, I will burn up an eye. We will do the broadcast, <laughs> so we will worry about the players and the rosters and the numbers and who to watch and who's. We'll fill you in on that. All right. The coaches can worry about the team. <laughs> okay. You guys don't have to worry about like who who who's playing well. <laughs> right. That okay. You need to worry about do we go do we go like barbecue do we go Absolutely. seafood do we grill some shrimp yes. yes you know we didn't get we didn't get to play our last football game in December in November because of uh, the UVA
1: Mm -hmm,
2: right so we we missed the home game last year Mm -hmm. so maybe break out your November tailgate
0: couldn't agree more
2: what's your best tailgate are you coming by the way are you you guys doing your whole show
0: uh they will be I have an obligation with ESPN plus that day so I will not be there but yes they will be what's your favorite
2: tailgate all-time favorite tailgate item and then we're gonna go
0: um any well, it kind of varies. Anything you can put you on cannot one of the say
2: you cannot say Jello shots.
0: No, I will, I will not. Anything <laughs> that those big smokers in the parking lot or or have any kind of meat like that, whether it's ribs, whether it's brisket, pork, whatever. Right. That's my answer. Anything. So the
2: Merriman Tailgate right outside Lot One. That's my favorite. They have yes. a smoker.
0: There you go. Right. The Southside Virginia Hokie Club, led by the Clary Group. <laughs> they've got
2: they've got good hydration.
0: Uh, yes. Options. Yes. Um. Hydration options, I love it. That's well, boy. I don't get to
2: partake pregame whatsoever in that.
0: I understand. But, uh, yeah.
2: Hopefully the weather's going to cooperate. We'll talk more spring game. Yes. But if you're gonna if you're gonna crank out a new recipe, this is the
0: time. Yes, Let's it see. is. It is. Yes. And
2: Mike and I are available. It's a three o'clock kick.
0: So <laughs> yeah, you, know, you don't mind
2: at all. Try. Ready by 10, 30, 11 a.m. We'll be happy to stop by to see how that rib
0: roast. Is well, any new is recipes along. are fine, right? The desserts. Uh, Good stuff. Good stuff. Oh, All oh, right, right, man. Really take weak. care. You too. You too. <laughs> All right. We'll take a break. Thanks to Bill and the Roth Report. David Teal joins us.
1: Morning, hon. Breakfast is almost ready. I just love cooking on my new stove. I'm so glad we called Louise to help us sell our old house and find a new one with a larger kitchen. She works so hard to find us just the right property. I just love it. This is Louise Baker, the Louise Baker team with Long and Foster Realtors. When you
2: are ready to find your larger space, check us out at nrvhomes.com.
0: Louise, Marshall, and Rhonda work hard to find your right space.
2: First in Maine is a beautiful shopping center located right here in Blacksburg and has the perfect mix of shops, restaurants, and entertainment. Grab some new shoes and accessories at Runabout Sports and Walkabout Outfitter to make your hikes around the NRV even better. Looking to grab a bite to eat? Well, First in Maine has great restaurants like Zoe's Kitchen, Bull and Bones, Avalinos, and El Rodeo. Looking for some family entertainment? Then check out b theaters for movies, the arcade, and bowling. Visit First in Maine today. The official entertainment a destination of Virginia Tech Athletics.